Ah, mon Afrique, réveille-toi. Il est midi. Tu dors encore. Réveille-toi. N'écoute pas Babylone. Il t'a fourni des armes pour tuer ton peuple. N'écoute pas Afrique. Afrique Nanga Oyamba, toi cheveux crepus. Bah toi Mayele Bosimba ni Babigé. Oya Bilanga Bosimba ni Bakongo. Simba ni Maboko Monguna le Kate O Afrika. Malobate, mon salande. Mwindo Yangolo, Afrika. Mobali Yamingao, Afrika. Welcome to Congo Live, the authentic voice of Congolese people in America. I'm your host, Kambale Musaboli, joining you to share views and news from the richest and mostly forgotten country in the heart of Africa. Congo has just lost one of its most iconic leaders by the name of Etienne Tshisekedi. A critical stakeholder in the current electoral negotiations between Kabila's regime and the opposition in the country, Etienne Tshisekedi went for a medical visit in Brussels this past January 24th and unfortunately died on February 1st at the age of 84, after a long battle with pulmonary embolism. Our guest today, Dr. Nzongola Talaja, a professor of African, African American, and Diaspora Studies at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, and a professor emeritus of African Studies at Howard University, served as a diplomatic advisor to Chisekedi when he was a prime minister in the 90s. He will share with us who Chisekedi was and what impact he had on Congolese politics over the decades. But first, let's hear the current state of affairs in the Congo. The implementation of the December 31st Accord facilitated by Congo's Catholic Church is still stalled. Key outstanding questions remain. The appointment of a prime minister, the easing of the political climate by the Kabila regime through releasing political prisoners, the apportionment of ministries, the role of Senko going forward, to just name a few. The Congolese government finally gave the green light to the selling of the Tenke Fungurume copper mine to the Chinese by US firm Freeport McMoran. It has been reported that Freeport paid the Congolese power state company $30 million as part of the deal. There are still rumbling of the M23 in the east of Congo. Many conflicting reports are being provided about the presence of the M23 rebel group. The Rwandan government claims to have detained M23 rebels. The Ugandan government says the presence of M23 is a reason why Kabila needs to remain in power to maintain stability. And the Congolese government says the M23 may make it difficult to organize election on time. Meanwhile, the UN says they have no evidence of M23 activity. Finally, 
several activists and political figures are still being held for political reasons. They include Diomin Dongala, Norbert Luyeye, Jean-Claude Muyambo, Franck Diongo, Chris Shemati, Samuel Bosasele-Lisa, and many other political prisoners. That was a song dedicated to Etienne Chisekedi, sung by his niece, Monique Tende, a Congolese singer, guitarist, songwriter, and performer. She released this song on the day of his death to celebrate the life of her uncle, the principal man known to Congolese as Yachichi. Let's take a listen at our interview on Etienne Chisekedi with Dr. Nzongola Talaja. Etienne Chisekedi Wamulumba passed away on Wednesday, February 1st, at the age of 84. Chisekedi was born on December 14, 1932, in Kananga, formerly Kasei Occidental. He obtained a doctorate in law in 1961 from Lovanium University in Kinshasa. He was the first Congolese to receive such a degree. When Mobutu took over in Neku in 1965, Etienne Chisekedi joined his government as Minister of Interior. It was shortly after this period where the four Pentecost martyrs were publicly hung by the state for plotting to overthrow the Mobutu regime. Chisekedi later played a key role in drafting the original document of Mobutu's single-party state enshrined in the Popular Movement for the Revolution, MPR in French. 
He served Mobutu and the Empire faithfully until 1980, when he and 12 others spoke out openly about the ravages of the dictatorial regime of Mobutu. This initial outspokenness would presage the founding of Union for Democracy and Social Progress, UDPS in French, in 1982. Thus began his non-violent struggle for democracy and the rule of law. He courageously confronted Mobutu and paid a dear price with jailing, beatings, house arrest, and exile. Hello, Dr. Nzongola. Thank you for giving us the time uh, to uh, speak a bit about uh, Mr. Etienne Sekedi, uh, who just passed away this February 1st, 2017. He was uh, considered as the father of the democracy movement in the Congo. Um, I would like to know a bit more about uh, who Etienne Sekedi was and what are your personal thoughts and personal sentiments about his passing this past uh, February 1st? Well, I've known uh, Mr. Chisekedi for a long time and uh, I've had personal contacts with him since 1987 when he came to the United States uh, at the invitation of the Rainbow Lobby. And um, I worked for him as a diplomatic advisor uh, when he was elected Prime Minister at the National Conference in 1992. So until uh, October 1993, I was uh, uh, working for him. Uh, so I have a great deal of respect for him, and I consider his death a great loss for the country, especially at the time when we were hopeful that uh, he might help us uh, get rid of the Kabila regime. Uh, according to the agreement uh, they reached on December 31st of last year. So I think that it is a great loss for the country. What should people uh, get to know about Chisekedi and what was his impact on Congo's political landscape? It was a huge impact. He's uh, basically uh the uh, most important leader we've had in the country since uh, Patrice Lumumba, uh, a person who, although uh, he started his political career working with Mobutu, uh, but uh, since 1980, uh, he broke with Mobutu and uh, started fighting for the restoration of uh, multi-party democracy in the Congo. And uh, he was a man of uh, principles, uh, totally uh, different from most of our politicians in the Congo who were uh, opportunists, uh, who were looking for political posts and money. Uh, all of this did not matter to security. His main concern was to make sure that the country was uh, run according to the rule of law. He was, as you know, he was the first Congolese to win, uh, to earn a doctorate degree in law at uh, Louvain University, now the University of Kinshasa in 1961, uh, and uh, has been uh, very, very much uh, a law-abiding person, uh, very, very committed to the rule of law and uh, democratic processes. And as you can see, we have seen uh, the 
mourners in uh, around his residence in Limete since he died two days ago uh, shows that the people uh, really um, adored him. People looked at him as uh, not only as a father figure, but as a leader. Uh, in the 90s, when uh, we were fighting against Mobutu at the National Conference, he was called uh, Moses. You know, people saw him as the, the Moses who are going to deliver them from the, the Pharaoh who was uh, uh, oppressing and, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, basically mistreating the people of the Congo. So he's a man of uh, a great stature, uh, widely uh, acclaimed by the people. We also saw during the electoral campaign of 2011, everywhere he went, in all corners of the country, he was uh, received by massive crowds of people uh, welcoming him and really giving him their support. That's a, uh, it's definitely a great loss. Uh, just it, it's a news that really came to uh, to all of us as a shock. Um, mm-hmm. But we want to also think about uh, what his legacy will be, and at least what do you think should be his legacy to be remembered, not just for the Congo, but for the entire African continent? Well, I think he's a man of, uh, uh, as I say, strong principles, one of which is uh, nonviolence, a commitment to nonviolent struggle for democracy. Uh, he never advocated violence. Uh, and um, he wanted people to demonstrate peacefully, uh, not to resort to looting or anything with nature, uh, and uh, to uh, be able to express their views uh, for uh, freedom uh, and democracy and social progress. Uh, so his legacy is uh, of a man who spent, uh, what, about 36 years fighting for democracy uh, and freedom, uh, and a man who uh, wanted people to take the responsibility for their own future, their own uh, country. Uh, he, all his, some of his slogans were, were the people first, uh, le peuple d'abord in French, and also that le peuple doit se prendre en charge. People should take responsibility uh, for their own future, for their own country. So he's a person who has... Uh, very, very important democratic principles. Uh, he was not a saint, but a person who tried his best to live an upright life. Uh, he is not known for any corruption throughout all his uh, political career, beginning in 1960 until uh, uh, his uh, dying days. Uh, a person of uh, great uh, moral and political principles. Let's take a short break with the song Espoir by Congolese artist Yannick Pangi Musihilo, known by his stage name Yannick Delas. Yannick currently resides in Sao Paulo in Brazil, where he sings about his experience as a son of Congo and an immigrant. Let's take a listen. Sans emploi, sans issue, mais avec un cœur 
Armé du courage, vêtu de l'espoir En espérant qu'un jour ça va aller Isolé, rejeté, abandonné Sans emploi, sans issue, mais avec un cœur Armé du courage, vêtu de l'espoir En espérant qu'un jour ça va aller
pense que le futur sera bien meilleur J'ai l'espoir qui me fait rêver J'ai l'espoir qui me fait chanter J'ai l'espoir qui me fait vivre J'ai l'espoir qui me fait chanter his unfortunate death, we are reminded about just how much he was loved by the Congolese people. Let's continue with our interview. By the early 1990s, Etienne Chisekedi firmly established himself as a leader of the opposition to Mobutu. He served briefly as prime minister during that period, which came about as a result of pressure on the Mobutu regime by the non-violent pro-democracy forces. Just as he resisted Mobutu, Etienne Chisekedi would later resist both Laurent Désiré Kabila and Joseph Kabila. Although he boycotted the 2006 presidential elections, he ran for president in 2011. Joseph Kabila claimed victory in that fraudulent election. Chisekedi refused to recognize Kabila as the president, and he swore himself in, unfortunately, to little effect. Following the 2011 election, Chisekedi was subject to extended illness that saw him spend most of his time in Belgium. In July of 2016, he returned to Kinshasa after having unified opposition forces to resist Kabila's effort to remain in power in contravention to the constitution that required him to step down. Passing, uh, it is quite clear uh, that there will be a huge political vacuum uh, in the opposition. Um, yes. Do you think uh, the, the application of his death will be for the UDPS, for the opposition, and as well as the accords that you mentioned earlier, uh, done uh, on December 31st of saint Sylvestre uh, in the country? Yes. Well, UDPS uh, is a bit uh, disorganized, uh, mostly because of Chisekedi's long illness and long absences from the Congo, and also the fact that uh, 
given the fact that the party has not been uh, able to uh, put together a very stable administration and the financial mechanism for raising money and paying uh, its uh, functionaries. Uh, you've had the result of the regime uh, has been able to um, to uh, bribe some of the uh, UDPS uh, officers uh, into deserting Tshisekedi and uh, going out to form their own parties or something like that. But at present, we do have uh, two very strong leaders at UDPS, uh, Jean Kabundo Akabund, the Secretary General, uh, and Valentin Moubarke, the uh, political advisor. Uh, it seems that um, these are two people who uh, can claim leadership of the party. Kabund is actually the acting president, according to UDPS statutes, a Secretary General. He can act for up to 30 days uh, in the absence of the president, uh, and hopefully the, the party would, uh, would organize a, a congress to choose a new leadership. Now, given the, the uh, lack of funding, I don't really know whether they'll be able to do that. Uh, the uh, Valentin Mubake has been uh, uh, on the side of Chisekedi for years. Uh, I remember I met him... Uh, in 1991, the first time I returned home after 70 years and a half of exile, uh, and have had uh, uh, tremendous respect for him as a man of uh, great integrity, uh, a trained engineer who, who has uh, an independent uh, uh, financial basis because he gets a lot of consulting uh, with uh, international organizations in foreign countries. Uh, so he's not a person who can be... Um, who can be tempted to accept the bribes from the regime. So he has been a very, very good uh, uh, advisor to Chisakedi. So I'm hoping that the two of them and uh, Felix Chisakedi, his son, uh, would be able to work together uh, to keep the party together and try to reorganize in such a way that they can function as a regular party, uh, not as something that belongs to a family or uh, or as some uh, uh, press uh, quarters seem to indicate to, to refer to it as a as a Kasayan party, they forget that the UDPS is not a, uh, a party of one ethnic group or one province. It's a party of the entire country. It's, uh, it has uh, uh, branches all over the country, and certainly can claim to be the first and most important political party in the Congo. I just hope that it's not uh, disintegrated. As for the uh, Rassemblement, uh, according to the organization right now, Pierre Lundi is the acting president. Uh, but unfortunately, Pierre Lundi is a former security advisor to Kabila uh, and uh, belongs to the uh, G7 group of uh, former Kabila allies who uh, deserted him a year ago to form this grouping, uh, which supports uh, Moise Katumbi, the former Katanga uh, province governor, as a presidential candidate in the next elections. So I'm not sure uh, to what extent uh, Pierre Lundi can be trusted uh, to live up to the ideals that Chisakeri defended. Uh, but my hope is that... Uh, since the Rassemblement is a large grouping of uh, different uh, 
groups, including the Dynamic, led by uh, Fayulu and others, uh, but they will be able to find a way to uh, elect a, a new uh, president who can be a person of integrity and a person who can uh, defend um, uh, the uh, uh, rule of law and democracy and so on. As for the uh, December 31st, 2016 accord, uh, I'm a bit pessimistic uh, because um, my uh, thinking is that uh, Mr. Kabila has for a long time been hoping for this day to see Chisagari disappear from the scene uh, so that he could uh, uh, stay in power as long as he wants because Chisagari was the only person who who scared him. Uh, certainly there are two others, Moise Katumbi, uh, whom he is now forced to go into exile, and Diomin um, uh, Dongala, who was keeping in jail unjustly. Uh, but um, I think that uh, the um, uh, accord does not have uh, uh, much chance if the opposition is, is uh, uh, split, if a division in opposition, there's no chance of this accord succeeding. So this is my hope is that the opposition should uh, use Chisakedi's uh, passing away as an opportunity to unite uh, and to stick together and to put the country uh, ahead of personal ambitions. Let's take our final break and we'll be right back. Thank you. 
artist who spent time with the group Antishock and also sang with Kofi Olombide's band in Kofi's early years. Uh, let's hear the final remarks by uh, Dr. Nzongola in our exclusive interview. His final major contribution as the leader of the loyal opposition was to join with the Catholic Church to broker a deal between the Kabila regime and the opposition on December 31st, 2016 that called for elections to be organized in 2017 and Kabila to step down upon the election of a new president. His overriding legacy will be a fight for democracy and rule of law through non-violent means. With uh, the uncertain uh, immediate political future of uh, the country, uh, what do you think in general, uh, this is always my, uh, my question uh, to you often, uh, that the Congolese youth uh, should be doing right now, uh, given a figure, a political figure, a well-respected political figure such as Etienne Chisekedi um, has died, has gone, and that uh, the le his legacy is at risk. Uh, the future of the Congo is uncertain. What would you recommend that the Congolese youth uh, today do to transform the country? 
moving forward. They should continue to put pressure on uh, the political leaders, especially of the Rassemblement, uh, to live up to the Genval um, uh, Agreement in Brussels in terms of moving forward uh, and uh, put pressure on them to defend the rule of law and to make sure that the Kabila does not go beyond the one additional year which has been granted to him. Uh, now, some people claim that with Chisagari's disappearance, uh, nothing will happen, but we should remember that uh, in 2015, there were three days, January 19, 20, and 21, uh, where Kinshasa and some other towns in the country were in uproar uh, because uh, young people were demonstrating against uh, Kabila's attempt to stay in power longer by uh, passing through the, uh, Parliament a law that would require that uh, a census has to be taken before national elections. And since uh, experts have indicated that uh, a census in a country like the Congo, huge, uh, three times France, uh, three times Nigeria, five times France, uh, the whole of the U.S. east of the Mississippi River, uh, and without uh, roads, uh, weak infrastructure, that the census could take up three to five years. So Kabila was simply trying to find a way to cling on to power for a bit longer. Uh, so I think that uh, that demonstration of youth power in 2015, where so many were killed, we don't even know how many were killed, uh, the... Uh, UN says about around 40 to 50, but then we discovered we discuss in Kinshasa mass graves of over 400 bodies. We don't know where those bodies came from. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I think that the, the youth of the Congo, especially through La Lucha, Filindi, and other youth organizations, should continue the struggle for democracy and struggle for a uh, better life for our people. Uh, and certainly they would find in uh, People like uh, Valentin Mubake of UDPS, uh, Martin Fayulu of Dynamic, and other leaders they can work with in continuing the struggle. As we bring this uh, interview to a close, uh, do you have any final thoughts or remarks around your time with Chisekedi? Any anecdotes uh, that you would like to share with our listeners? Well, um, Kisakeri was a very interesting person. I remember the last time uh, I saw him, which was in uh, September 2014. I went to see him, and um, I said that we talked. He basically wanted to know about uh, mutual friends, people we know, people like uh, Nancy Ross of uh, the Rainbow Lobby in the uh, uh, United States and other friends and so on. And uh, I looked at my watch, we talked for about an hour. I said, Mr. President, I've taken up a lot of your time, so I should go. He said, sit down. <laughs> he said, I'm not finished talking with you. I want to, to, to hear more about uh, what's going on. Uh, we talked again for another one hour, so I ended up spending two hours. Uh, so he can be a very charming person. Uh, he's also a person who can, who can uh, who was able to, to uh, lose his temper, uh, mostly when things were not uh, to his liking. Uh, but uh, a person who was 
uh, very fair. Uh, he treated people very, very fairly. Uh, he was not uh, in any way uh, divisive. He was not a person who uh, who tended to uh, have prejudice about people. Uh, treated everyone equally and and had respect for uh, people, no matter what uh, station of life they, they were they, they came from, and so on. So he was a very, very uh, uh, great leader and one who who lives, uh, I think, uh, uh, a very good example for, for our country. Thank you, Dr. Nzongola, and um, my condolences to you and to all uh, people who knew him personally. And to Thank you. A pleasure. Thank you for the interview. Congolife would like to extend our condolences to Chisekedi's family, his collaborators, and Congolese people. Congo has lost a champion for the rule of law, but we look forward to seeing the Congolese people rise up to the occasion and fulfill Chisekedi's call for taking charge of our destiny in the Congo. I would like to thank our producer, Lubani Monyanya, our guest, Dr. Nzongola, and of course, all of our supporters, listeners, social media followers, and fans. We look forward to you tuning in on Congo Live for our next episode. Until then, stay strong. Congo strong.
ezali ndeli wateo na kozonga na kongo 